1: We have a property war on our hands. Who will win their place
2: in Royal Lodge? An inside source says that Harry would be welcome back with open arms,
1: just without Meghan. And who squandered Princess Eugenie and Beatrice's chance at working with the Royals?
2: We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches
1: Media. I'm Lex Nico, And I'm Samantha Bush. And today, I mean... We have so much to discuss, but also I'm side-eyeing my co-host right now. Okay. <laughs> because Lex, okay. I drink out of my Stanley Tumblr, like the basic bitch I am every single day. And Lex is like very like tapped into like influencer culture, like trends. And she looked at me and she goes, What's this cup you're drinking out of?
2: <laughs> I didn't. I'm know. shocked. I didn't it. okay, I have – I told you. I've seen the cup, but I was like, I don't know what it is. And then suddenly, like, you had it. My girlfriend just got one in it's Toronto. It's like
1: an iconic Tumblr, you know?
2: And, like, you're I, – I think this may be, like, a – I'm sure I can, like, go on TikTok and do an investigation here, but I'm feeling very They're
1: all over TikTok. Geriatric
2: millennial right now because <laughs> I have my little Starbucks cup. I am so in the, like – dark ages at this point. Yeah. And I do just I one of these Tumblr.
1: Yeah. The Stanley, I mean, can come in any color. It's so heavy. It's, it's amazing,
2: but it's 40 ounces. Wow. This is only 24. Oh yeah. You'll so be like, paying,
1: you know, you'll be paying. I know,
2: but that must be so good for your health. You're fully hydrated.
1: I'm just a healthy queen, you know, <laughs>
2: health conscious. It's what we do. Yeah. Um, but no, this is great. I guess I'm going to get one, but like, am I? Do I need you it? Are. It's expensive, though. I just looked on Amazon. It's $53. It's worth, it's
1: worth every penny. <laughs> I love it. This
3: oh is my not gosh. an ad.
2: This is not an ad. Mm-hmm. This is just sheer interest and yeah. influencing. Mm-hmm.
3: Just You're influencing casual influencing. Me.
2: There we go. Mm-hmm. Now, Sam, last Friday in Detroit, our girl, Taylor, performed. Oh, my Tell me about your experience.
1: Okay, okay. I am not like a diehard Swifty. like I'm not someone who, you know does the like whole reddit thread like I don't I, I don't follow like the Easter every eggs. single thing, yeah, the Easter eggs. like if I come across you know a tweet about it, I'm interested, but I don't like seek it out. Mm-hmm. but I love her music. And I've never seen her live before. So I was like, this is so exciting. And it was the best concert I've ever been to because everyone is so happy to be there. Everyone is so dressed up and like they're looking so girly and cute. And it's just like a celebration of girlhood, kind of like it just feels like really wholesome. And I saw so many dads there with their little girls and it was like so sweet. And then I saw this little girl, she was sitting like two rows in front of us. And obviously we got there so early. Of course. At, like we were like, take it all day. Yeah, we had to, cause I wanted to like see everything, like everyone. And, um, there was this little girl sitting in front of us. She was probably six and she was trading friendship bracelets with other like teenage girls and like everyone was being so nice. And then I've discovered that Flava Flav is a Swifty, like die oh, Hard Swifty. Oh, my gosh. He the was in the of bracelets.
2: The, tent. the stack of bracelets and his I Knew You Were Trouble t-shirt. I Knew You Were
1: Trouble shirt. He, I guess, was at the People's Choice Awards, and he's like a huge Swifty. Like, he loves Taylor Swift. Okay. And he was wearing his clock, and it was set, set to Midnight. And he was like, I'm here to support Taylor. And like, all he wanted was to meet Taylor. Like, that's what he would tell every reporter. Like, he would tell everybody. Like, that's all I want to do is meet Taylor. And he met her. Stop. And so he has a restaurant, I think, in Detroit. Like, like in a suburb of Detroit. And so he's here all the time. Like, all the time. And is he from, I'm assuming he's like, Detroit, no, born and he's raised. He's from New York. No, I'm like I don't know. We've like adopted him into like our city. Okay. Um, so he was in the celeb tent. You know, other people get you know like like Lively. Yeah. They get you know Aaron Rodgers. No, he, Aaron Rodgers. We yeah. get four flavors. It's very Detroit of of us. And um, <laughs> he was there like having the time of his fucking life. He was like trading friendship bracelets. Like yes, <laughs> one of them said Swifty on it. Like I was truly so. Thrilled for him. And I was also thrilled that I learned something new, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do love, like, when
2: you see all the clips of the celebrities, like, there is an infectious quality to this tour because, like, Mm -hmm. to see, like, Aaron Rodgers and Miles Teller, and yes, Miles was in a music video with her and his wife, but, like, they're, like, rocking out singing. Everyone's having
1: fun. The songs. Everyone's having so much fun. Um, I met a very nice girl. She was um, follows Bravo historian, and oh, she like came famous. up to me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And we were chatting, and she was like, "I'm eight months pregnant," and I'm like, "Girl, how are you gonna do this?" <laughs> she was like, "I don't know," but <laughs> standing I'm standing for, for three and a half hours. Oh my yeah, gosh! Well, oh my god! I mean, I made the dumbest decision of my life and decided to wear like heeled boots. No, I swear to God, Lex, and this is not an exaggeration. I felt dizzy and like I was going to throw up after because my feet hurt so bad. Yeah, and I was like, "How does Taylor do this? How the fuck she is she is doing performing this?" Performing in those high boots, dancing, flipping around, night like, after night, traveling on the road—like stamina, like I've never seen. I have no running idea. Running around, my feet were hurting too. The dogs were barking. The dogs uh, were the barking. Do- By the end the of that, the dogs show. <laughs> were barking. I took my I took my shoes off in the Uber. Good. So sorry. Smart. There you go. Sorry, had to.
3: <laughs>
1: anyway, so how was your glad. weekend?
2: Oh, my weekend was very chill. I'm I'm Great. home now. I'm chilling. It's so nice. I have just I've been working out, cooking at home. Oh, protecting lovely. my peace. It's a beautiful thing.
1: I love that. I love like getting into like a routine.
2: I am a Virgo. A routine is my okay. love language. I am <laughs> obsessed with getting in a routine.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm ma- I I identify more as a Sagittarius mm-hmm. most of the time because I have so much Sag in my chart. Really? So much. It's okay. like really crazy.
2: <laughs> but you're a Scorpio queen to Charles's
1: Scorpio king. <laughs> I know, but I have a lot of Sag, Moon Sag, Rising Sag, Venus Sag. I mean, okay. So yeah. You're so, in. It. So I don't know if routine is usually like my forte, but I try. Good. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
2: love it. Sam, do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal
1: subjects? Of course. So our first tea and crumpet is there is a little bit of a royal property love triangle going on. I mean... It's the home no one wants, yeah, and that is Frogmore Cottage. It can't seem to find a a a loyal tenant. I know it's odd. It's like that lemon (laughs) among the properties in the royal family. Like, have you ever like seen like a business and like it's every time you see it, it's a different like a storefront, and every time you see it, it's different, and you're like, nothing sticks there, and you're like, why? That's how I feel about Frogmore Cottage. That is
2: exactly
1: what I thought as well. That's
2: so crazy because it was like it feels like, you know, when you like live in your town and like you grow up, you go to high school, you like come back from college and it's like always like a different convenience store. It's like mm-hmm. a convenience store and then it's an ice cream store and then it's a subway. That's a bar. Like, yeah. Like yeah. it's just like, that's a bookshop. You're like, what's going now on? You're like, what's
3: happening?
2: Yeah. Um that is what's happening here. So there's a couple of things going on. There is actually a property trifecta because the homes involved here are royal lodge adelaide Mm -hmm. college and frogmore college so currently there is a fight for royal lodge that is where prince andrew resides it's a 30 room mansion in windsor great park and the whole thing is charles was gifting uh, andrew frogmore because he's like Mm -hmm. gtfo yeah of royal lodge because allegedly That property is supposed to now be given to William and Kate.
1: I was gonna say that has to be for them. Like he's next in line. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And right now, William and Kate are at Adelaide College, which is cottage, excuse me, cottage. Cottage. University? (laughs) Wow. Adelaide Cottage. They currently live there. And, you know, it's a little more charming than Royal Lodge, let's say, but not quite. Frogmore. Not quite mm-hmm. as cozy as Frogmore. Yeah, Frogmore, you know, it's a cottage. It's still a five-bedroom house. So after, And they just renovated it. Yeah, like Harry and yeah. Meghan renovated it and made it a five-bedroom house. So when we're calling it yeah. charming and cozy and quaint, like it's still, it's still a big <laughs> right? house. It's just not yeah. a 30-room mega mansion that fucking right. Andrew refuses to abandon. But here's a fun fact. My favorite fact about Adelaide College is that it was once the home to Peter Townsend. Do you remember Peter? Oh, Margaret's lover. Of course. Like Peter. The, the the man with the softest spot in my heart in the royal oh, family. I know. Like,
1: so, so that's wow. the tea. So he won't get the fuck out. He won't get the fuck out. He's
2: refusing, apparently. He's
1: refusing. The thing that's crazy is like, imagine your ego is so fucking big no. that you are just... Turning, like you're denying the king his wishes no no and, and then not always, only that but you're, you're, you're denying the future king his new home
2: yes yes and like you're just he's demented. and the thing that's so funny is currently in Frogmore, eugenie and jack are living in there with their now two kids mm-hmm. i don't know where they're gonna go when andrew has to move in i don't know where fergie is gonna go because she lives with andrew so like
1: can't it's these just get on like Zillow and like just find a house. Like I don't understand why this is so complicated.
2: Well, it's crazy because we clearly know they have so much money, right? Like oh, they could, but they like, act
1: like they don't. Yes, yes, it's very weird. Like they
2: are pinching the pennies, the purse.
1: <laughs> like you know, <laughs> it's insane. I'm like, you guys are still like royals. Royals, yeah. you'll be fine.
2: And I want to be like, you're royal, start acting like it. But I'm kind of like, is this acting like it? Because we all know, we know, we've talked about this. We've talked about Charles with the pen. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the fact that it's like, they do not have a framework of being like, quote unquote, normal, rational people. people. Yeah, no. So
1: they do. this not. is
2: being royal, perhaps.
1: This is definitely acting up. This is definitely giving royal energy and I'm exhausted it's like Frogmore is adorable. It's beautiful. I mean, it. Now, was it when Harry and Meghan got there? Not really. I mean, we saw the pics. We saw like how it short it
2: is, yeah. but like, which is
1: kind of funny that like like picturing Andrew like shuffling around that little house. Yeah, laugh. he deserves it.
2: He deserves it. And I'm sorry. It was 2.4 million pounds. To mm-hmm. that Harry and Meghan renovated mm-hmm. that yes it was mayor's money originally but they paid it back because they're they just it like, back. we're fucking done here. Yeah. It is a five bedroom house like
3: mm-hmm.
2: so just yeah. shut the fuck up. It's not like they're
1: like you're moving into a studio apartment, right? It's like <laughs> we're moving into like a beautiful cottage that has beautiful like lands around it. I don't think Andrew would and- know what to do with a studio. Apartment. <laughs> I mean, I barely knew what to do with a studio apartment. (laughs) Like, studio living is like a whole other animal. Like, especially if you, I don't know how you can do it and work from home. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel so bad for people who, like, have to do Do that that. because it's just, like, so, like, for me, it would be so hard to separate, like, your space.
2: I think that's what would be hard, right? For, again, for me, like, having that separation of like a door for your bedroom. And like, I lived in an apartment in Toronto that was basically a studio, but there was like a farm door mm-hmm. to at least like separate. They like built it. Yeah. And it was nice. Cause I think you're right. Like separating my sleep from my workspace work is so critical important. to my
1: mental health. But he doesn't health. work. So but I he think doesn't, he would yeah. be fine. So
2: he'd be fine. But you know who yeah. is working? Who? Charles. <laughs> I am going to say, he's what? out here. He's out here in these streets. Charles. Now we've got this, I mean, this man, he's just constantly, he's like, I'm fucking king now. And like, mm-hmm. I'm leaning in Cheryl Sandberg hard, hard he's doing the most. And it's like, so amazing to watch. So we have trooping the colors coming up and Charles, Which I
1: love trooping. The I color. love,
2: I love, I love it. I love the fashion. I love the pomp. I love the celebration. Yes. But like, he will be partaking this year as sovereign arriving To Trooping the Colors on horseback. He's taking that horse down the Old Town Road.
1: (laughs) I'm obsessed. I know. You know that video, like that audio where it's like, it's Michelle Obama actually, where she's like, girl, you've done it again. You're constantly raising the bar for us all. That's how I feel about Charles. I'm like, look at him go. Like he's really out here on a horse.
2: On a horse. Trooping the color. Yep. He's doing it. it. It hasn't been done for over 30 years. Yeah, So Queen Elizabeth did it in 1986. And that Mm -hmm. was the last time anybody rode in on horseback. And Charles said, it's my year, girl. We back. Mm -hmm. Tradition is alive and
1: well. Uh, Why did... Do we know why she stopped doing that? I feel Um, like I've tried to, like, look up why, but... I don't. I mean, she stopped doing it in 1986? Yes. And... I have no idea, to be honest.
2: That's a a question I would love to find the answer to. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we could find it. Um, But Charles is bringing it back. Yeah. And
1: parents Harry's probably not attending.
2: No. I don't think this is something uh, that, like, I just don't think this is something he'd come back for. No. So there is a note here saying members of the British royal family travel by horse-drawn carriage or on horseback So the king will lead the procession to Buckingham Palace and take another salute from the days. Charles will then lead the members of the royal family out on the palace balcony. And then they'll have the sweeping finale with the Royal Air Force swooping the sky with the colorful fly pass. And then there will be a 41 gun salute from nearby Green Park.
1: Wow. Mm, I love it. Okay, I do have to say I need like. I think just coming out of like Vanderpump rules and the scandal, ball, like I'm I need a I need a royal scandal. Oh not involving Harry. Like I okay. want something new. Like I want something scandalous. Like I'm so, ready to stink my teeth into it. I did see an article come up talking about Kate
2: and Rose, Hanbury, and like why they're not like after the coronation, something happened. And apparently, they've reconnected despite past tension and rumors since the if coronation. I see pictures of them
1: together, I will scream.
2: I mean, that sucks for Kate. Like, it sucks having yeah. to be the quote-unquote bigger person.
1: It's exhausting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you're married to William, which we didn't really talk about this last week, but when they were at the wedding, like, these two do not seem into each other at all. Yeah. They don't walk next to each other. They don't hold hands. Like nothing. They don't even look at each other. I know.
2: It's weird. And it's like, I feel like they do it. Again, this is my personal opinion. This is not rooted in any fact. Okay. I feel like they do it because it's like, they want to be under the guise of being formal and like Mm -hmm. respecting the royal legalities, if you will. Mm. But um, I just think that they, you know, are in an era of just not liking each other they're busy, they got kids they probably don't have time to connect they're the youngest working royals in the family yeah, and they're like
1: 40 I know that's so crazy oh my god well, you know, I'm excited to see Charles on a horse same
2: and I want to know what sort of like wardrobe he's going to be in
1: oh, he's going to be flashy 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 Our next teen crumpet is the fact that Harry, a source says that Harry would be welcomed back into the Royal family, but only if Megan's out of the picture. So per okay, Bond, who is a Royal commentator says, I think that Harry without Megan would be forgiven and welcomed back into the Royal fold in the fullness of time. It's unlikely at the moment, but like the door is open in the future. And I feel I agree. I don't necessarily agree with the whole, like, if Megan's not around situation. I do just think, like, time heals all. And, like, if they get enough time, I think that they could all kind of move forward. Right? Hopefully. Or do you think Megan will have to be out of
2: the picture? I think a couple of things came up in this article, right? So Mm -hmm. Princess Diana's former butler, Paul Burl. Um, also said it's only a matter of time before Meghan and Harry part ways, a.k.a. that they separate or divorce, which would lead to an eventual reconciliation with King Charles and Prince William. And he says, I have no doubt that when this happens, because we all know it will happen, when it does happen, he'll return to the UK. And I think his father, the king, and his brother, the Prince of Wales, will both greet him back into the country with open arms. I just, I don't, I, and actually, I'm actually like the odd person out here. Like, I don't fucking see them separating or divorcing at all. I will obviously oh, eat my words I don't if they either. do. But I also have said, I think I said this last week or a couple of weeks ago, like, there will come an intersection point in time where Harry and Meghan's star is, you know, not as bright or they're looking to beef it up again or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we know the working royals are dwindling at the moment. And they will both need each other. Yeah. And they will have to have some sort of reconciliation, whether it's superficial um, or not, mm-hmm. and like a business agreement of sorts, where they will be welcomed back into the fold. Mm-hmm. I do feel very passionate about that. But the thing that I will caveat that with is I think that has to happen while Charles is alive. I don't oh, know for if sure. once Charles passes, William would share the same sentiment.
1: Well, that's probably what Charles is like... Life goal is right now, like Mm -hmm. while he's king, is to get the band back together in as cordial of a way as possible. Like, I don't think they're going to be, you know, besties again or ever, but to have everybody come together, maybe have Harry and Meghan spend more time in the UK. I don't know. But I do think that that is something that's really important to him while he's king, because once William takes over, like, I just don't see that reconciliation happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I do find it interesting to go off of what something else Paul Burrell said was that he goes, there is an element of Harry we all love. We just don't understand why he's doing what he's doing at the moment. And for some reason, that's like really resonating with me. I don't know why why. because it's like, I do think that that's true. Like I think everyone in the UK like loves Harry.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: But again, like they're just like, why are you fucking doing this? Yeah. Like, why are you going to this extreme length? Like, what is the end goal here? And I mean, we know that, like,
2: he wants the hate to stop toward him, especially toward Meg and their family. Of course. And yes, it is a lot. Um, but again, with this this previous butler of Diana's, I'm like, this he's man. He's always in the mix. He's always in the mix. He has, like, the biggest gossip. He's, like, the biggest gossiper In the royal family. Mm -hmm. And it is just never, Brimsley would never. Never. But like I I hear what you're saying. It's like why is he going to this extreme? Why is he going to this length? And it's like I don't know. I feel like it, it, it could be two things. It's like he feels like he has to. Or he's literally like Regina George. Papers of the burn book. In the middle of the hallway. Standing arms crossed. And like he's avenging. You know, his situation, mm-hmm. his mother's death, uh, you know, all of the racial bullshit that Megan and him went through. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like he's like giving zero fucks and probably like I, I I do feel this way based on, you know, both experience and what we've seen historically with Harry and Meghan. I, I don't feel like they are the type of couple that like if their team and advisors were like, don't do that. And they wanted to do it, that they would listen to their advisors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they think they know best. Well, Lex, are you ready to make it rain? Oh, yes. I am very ready to make it rain today. And let me tell you why. Because let's get into this week's rant. Sources claim that Andrew and Fergie have squandered any chance of Eugenie and Beatrice having a larger role within the royal family. And I wrote it here in the notes, and I mean this so truly. (laughs) Fucking duh. Like,
3: Mm -hmm. what?
2: Of course. So royal commentator Kinsey Schofield went as far to say that Andrew and Fergie have squandered their daughter's chances. She told Express that Beatrice and Eugenie can become whatever they want outside of the royal family, but their parents have squandered any hope of the girls elevating themselves within the fold. And I mean, I hate to say it because, like, I actually, I don't know if it was, like, Will's and Kate's wedding and their fascinators and it was giving, oh my like, God, Cinderella's it was like evil stepsisters, stepsisters. Yeah. but, like, I had this like negative notion when I was younger about the two of them that they were like so I. jealous and mean. But I mm-hmm. really think it was just an association with Disney and not well, based on his. That,
1: like, that took over. Like yes. I mean, because they showed up like looking nuts. It was giving evil stepsister energy. Like it was just really No, like the side by sides with the cartoons and not like visually, not their face. I'm
2: not, I'm not saying they're ugly or anything, because I actually think they're both beautiful, but like it was the fascinators and the outfits and, and the, the colors. colors and like yeah it was identical. Yeah, stylists it was dirty.
1: It was like the first like royal wedding for mm-hmm. a lot of people for us. since obviously yeah for us. So it was like it you know it was giving Cinderella like you know she was a commoner marrying a prince like it was like that kind of vibe so that kind of fit the narrative there um but What's interesting to me is like, what else would these women be doing? Raising their families, charity work. I know, but like for like a job. Like it's like, you know, Fergie and Andrew have squandered their chances, but they can be whatever they want to be outside of this. It's like, well, they've kind of like, this is their brand. Yep. They're kind of like royals and it's their brand, but they get like, I mean, they obviously get perks for being... Royals, but they're not working royals, which Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to backfire on the royal family. Charles. Yeah. The royal family. Agreed. I mean, the
2: only thing, I don't know why this came to mind, but I feel like this is what socialists do. Like start a jewelry line.
1: (laughs) A hundred percent. A jewelry line or like a skincare line? Yes, exactly. Like lotions and potions. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But ethically sourced gold or something. <laughs> there were, is,
2: like, Omid wrote yeah. this in 2022 that King Charles's monarchy is too slim, so let Beatrice and Eugenie do engagements, right? Like, mm-hmm.
1: it is just... And, and well, because we they're already kind of around all the time anyways, I feel like. Right. Like, I feel like I see them all the time. Like, so the I fact mean, that they're not working, royals, is very bizarre. I mean, I get that, like,
2: like, Fergie and Andrew, they are out. You've been chopped. But... You know, Countess Sophie does engagements. Princess Anne, obviously, hardest working person in the royal family. Mm -hmm. So, like, why can't they do a few low-key engagements? Why can't they just, like, you know, get in there? I feel like people would actually welcome that. Like, I would be interested in seeing that. I know Mm -hmm. Eugenie just had a baby, but, you know, once she gets that on lock and tempered and, you know... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, when yeah. she gets her routine in, like... For sure. When
1: she gets that baby get on the going.
2: There are yeah, not that I, many royals to carry this stuff out.
1: No, and I feel like they don't ever... You never really see them with their parents. Mm-mm. So I... At least I don't. So I feel like they've kind of kept a really good distance from them in the public eye where you don't really... As- I don't actually associate them with their parents at all. I mean, sometimes I do, I guess. But I feel like they could really do some good. And, I mean, they're Mm going to need people on the payroll. There's no one. There's no one.
2: And, again, Charles is talking about this, like, young, modern, monarchy. Like, these two, they're pretty young young and modern, you know? Like, they give me, um, oh, my God, like, Made in Chelsea, Era vibes like very much. So why not let them do some engagements? Why not let them do some walkabouts with Wills and Kate or like Kate, you know, like Eugenie, Beatrice, Kate, they're all young mothers. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Get it together. Who's running
1: the PR at Buckingham Palace? Call us. Yeah. Well, you know who I like really has really bad vibes? Who? Princess Sophie. Oh, Countess Sophie? Let's not mm-hmm. give her a princess title. Excuse me. I mean, Countess isn't Sophie. she like kind of
2: racist as all hell toward Megan? Yeah.
1: Like she gives me really bad vibes. Like yeah. I see photos like she's always like being really snarky, like being really bitchy. I yes. just, I'm like, get Eugenie and Beatrice in here. We need some fun, nice girlies. I'm yeah. sick of Princess Countess Sophie. I know. I don't know. I just have bad I have bad, bad vibes. vibes from her. Yeah. yeah. I fully agree. But also we've also- I,
2: Pretty sure we've also heard a lot of racist claims about her. Have you?
1: Yes. Like, let's Google while we're well, because here. I'm thinking of the statement she made after the Royal Police escort hit a woman. Oh, yeah. During- <laughs> so it's not funny, but so Sophie is praying. It says on People Magazine that Sophie is praying for a woman who was injured by a police motorcycle that was part of her royal escort. Um, And then it says, the Duchess's heartfelt thoughts and prayers are with the injured lady and her family. She's grateful for the swift response by the emergency services and will keep abreast of developments. Like, why the fuck are you not at the hospital? Right. I would be. I would be like, I am so sorry my team fucking hate you with their car. Didn't she just carry on with her life?
2: No. I'm pretty sure. Didn't she just. Like, it's insane. Carry on. Like. She didn't really she acknowledge like, it.
1: Go. No. She had oh her my team God. put out a statement. Yeah, like woman she's a bad, bad vibe.
2: The woman what? died. People Magazine, Woman 81 dies after being struck by motorcycle escorting <gasps> Sophie, Duchess of Edinburgh. You're fucking lying. I'm dead serious. Oh. I'm reading this People
1: Magazine. My God. I didn't know she died. Neither did I. Did she I. attend the funeral? Probably not. No. No. Oh,
2: she heavens. had suffered irreversible brain damage following the collision and had fought for her life for nearly two weeks before the battle finally ended. He added that his mother had been using the safe route of a pedestrian crossing when the motorcycle struck her. Mother of four, grandmother of 10, and great grandmother of was
1: seven. 81. Yeah, and all I mean, she fucking did was put out, her team put out a statement.
2: Yes, they were deeply saddened. Her She's, Royal Highness's deepest condolences and sympathies go to all of Miss Holland's family. It's giving Queen Charlotte sorrows and prayers. Sorrows and prayers.
1: I, I mean, I'm sick. The police watchdog organization is still investigating the crash. Good. As they fucking shred. This woman died. I didn't. Know I it was didn't that realize intense. that
2: either. I didn't realize that either. I thought she was like in the hospital.
1: Yeah, like I thought she was in the hospital. I mean, she get hit by a motorcycle. But,
2: she's my spotted
1: dick. I oh can, can already God. tell you that right now. Yikes! Yeah, to just, jump so anyways, ahead, She gets really bad vibes ahead <laughs> for good reason. Like truly, she's my spotted dick. I can already tell you that right oh, now. Whoa! Okay. Okay. Not to jump ahead. Not to jump ahead. Spoiler. Spoiler alert! Countess, I love that Sophie. it's like Sophie breaks silence. It's like no, she fucking doesn't. Her the thing team is, broke their silence. The, the
2: like worst part about it is like she probably didn't even touch that press release or statement at all. No. You know, like she probably no. didn't even give it the one over. Mm-mm. No, of course I not. Just, I, I get that vibe.
1: Yeah, and I and I'm reading here that she discredited Oprah. It's like really, bitch, what? Oprah. Yeah, it was after their like, interview they did. She said, um, Edward tried to brush aside the question with his Oprah who. Okay. Are they serious? I think they are. But again,
2: I think they are. The self-awareness, like it's not there,
1: you know? It just doesn't exist.
2: It just doesn't exist. So
1: this is what she said about Oprah. You oh, know, Lord. if you're not into chat shows, there's no reason why you should know who she is. Certainly not in this country anyway. Be fucking for real right now. That's like very, very loaded with like racial undertones, in my opinion.
2: You don't know who she is, especially in this country. She's She's Oprah Oprah fucking Winfrey. And she's not just like a
1: talk show host. She's like Oprah.
2: Like, I will summarize it like this, okay? The fact that I know who like Graham Norton is, and I don't Mm -hmm. get that. Like, I don't know. I don't watch that show, but it's like. I know him. Mm-hmm. Most Like, my mom would know him. My dad would know him. They're not mm-hmm. in the pop culture world. Like, of mm-hmm. fucking course, everybody knows who Oprah is.
1: Like, you could go to any country, any city, and be like, who's Oprah? I'd be like, do mm-hmm. you know who Oprah is? And everyone would say yes.
2: And even if they everyone- don't know who she is, quote unquote, they've heard of her.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, wow. wow.
2: Make mm-hmm. it a case for Spotted
1: Dick. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> She fucking sucks. I can't believe that woman died. I'm still real. I know. I know. May she rest. May she rest.
2: It's time for our favorite game of mail or fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication. And the other has been completely made up by our producers. Will we spot the mail or will we fail?
1: Okay, so we have option number one, exclusive. Duke and Duchess hire new assistant who worked where Prince filmed bombshell interviews to promote memoir spare. Option number two, exclusive. Prince Harry made sure to snag courtside seats (sighs) after returning home to LA two days after testifying in court. They both feel accurate. (laughs) I mean- (laughs) They both feel like, they both feel true.
2: But here's the thing, we've never seen- Harry sit courtside. He's always in a suite and more private. So, so I'm going number one.
1: Okay, I'll follow. I'll follow your lead. Okay, because that made sense. And you're correct. Revolving door at Harry and Meghan's l spins yet again as Duke and Duchess <laughs> hire a new assistant who worked at 2000. Am I okay? Like twenty six hundred and nine. Oh my god! I'm so stupid. $2,600 no, a night at Montecito Ranch where Prince filmed bombshell interviews to promote memoir spare. Well, there we go
2: again. There we go again. The Another door one. is revolving. So the marketing director at an exclusive hotel around the corner from Meghan and Harry's mansion where Audrey Hepburn, Winston Churchill, and JFK were guests is their new office chief. Mail Online can reveal today. Wow. Harrison okay. Colcord worked at the San Ysidro Ranch, where rooms are about twenty six fifty five to four thousand a night. And the Duke of Sussex, Sussex did his incendi- oh my gosh! And the <laughs> Duke like of me. Sussex did his incendiary TV interviews with Anderson Cooper and Tom
1: Bradby to promote Spare. Okay, oh. how the fuck do you get that job? I mean, how do you start as like a marketing director at an hotel and then now you're working as an assistant. I feel like that's kind of a step down. Am I crazy? I I think it could be two things, right? Like she's director of sales and
2: marketing um this is like a very small niche boutique property this hotel. Okay? okay. Um and it's like a lot of celebrities go there um like What are their names? Courtney and Travis will like go there for a weekend all of the time. So even if she is like a director in sales of marketing, I think what could be interesting in her shifting over into this office chief would be like, it's probably not like that like big of a job, quote unquote, because she doesn't really need to really market or promote it in the sense that so many celebrities go there and people want to go and stay there but she probably does have to do a lot of sales for like weddings or events or things like that, but it's probably not much of like a hard sell. And when they give her this title, director of sales and marketing, it probably is like, she's a team of one or two, you know? Like she's not managing a full team. So I bet shifting over to this office chief and like, you know, being comfortable around celebrities, managing a schedule, managing an itinerary, planning, things like that, like. I feel like there could be similarities between these two roles and possibly her like salary range is pretty comparable.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I feel like working at that hotel, like you said, it's it has really good publicity in the sense that it, like a lot of celebrities go there, but it's not somewhere where it's like over publicized, if you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Like, it's exactly. very discreet, very rich luxury. I mean, I hate the term quiet luxury, um, so I, I will not it. be using that. Um I hate it. Oh, my God. When people were describing Sophia Richie's wedding as quiet luxury, I was like, can you please fucking shut up? Yeah. It's not quiet it's luxury. <laughs> it's literally just wealth, sweetie. Exactly. It's just wealth. Or how she bagged a man. Yeah. They were like, look, she's really level. I mean, she looks the exact same. She was just 19. Correct. When she was dating Scott. Also, I feel like, I mean, this is a hard laugh, but I do just have to get this off my chest really quick now that we're talking about it. I do feel like Sophia Richie kind of like fell off after her wedding. Mm. Like no one really cares about her anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was a big thing. But I mean, it was also like, what is she doing? Uh, She actually has. She's she's a creative director of nude sticks, but like also she doesn't really have to work. Her dad's fucking
1: Lionel Richie. Like, yeah. And her husband is the son of a billionaire.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Her husband's dad is the CEO, I think, or like chief. And you know what? I don't need universal. her to work. No.
1: Yeah. Like I don't need her to work. I'm good. Also,
2: I didn't know her husband was British. I had until no idea. Her TikToks. I know. I had never even heard him speak.
1: I know. I had no clue. She converted. Yeah. Yeah. For him. I was it's like, love. oh, cute.
2: It's love, baby.
1: It's Love. Well, Lex. To finish up. I mean. <laughs> Spoiler from earlier. Let's name our spotted dick for the episode. Who has been a real steamed pudding this week?
2: You know what? You I'm just gonna let you take it away.
1: Okay. Obviously, Sophia the wench is the spotted. Sophie, dick for the Sophie, not to be
3: confused with <laughs> oh, Sophia, Sophie. Ritchie. Sophie,
1: sorry, we we're just talking Sophia Ritchie. It's on the brain. Sophie. I mean, I clocked it ever since. Megan and Harry's documentary came out in December. And Megan said in the documentary, like, we all don't wear the same color. And I remember, like, seeing Sophie in pictures with Kate and her wearing the same color as Kate on, like, multiple occasions. I was just like, you are just such a bitch. Like, you're just trying to get back at Megan. I can already—I just know that their personalities, like, would clash. Yes. She just gives really bad, stanky vibes. And the fact that her police escort— killed a woman and she's like not even i haven't seen photos or heard anything about this woman going to like a funeral or the hospital visiting the family or family donation no oh my god it's like make it's honestly making me sick yeah it's pretty like bold you know what i mean it's gross it's giving andrew vibes yeah some
2: sum it up as a person and like there was also that rumor when Megan left the royal family that like Sophie was like so happy she didn't have to curtsy to her anymore and da 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 and it's just like fuck off.
1: And being like, we don't watch chat shows, so we don't know Oprah. It's like babe, yeah. Please. No one knows Agreed. who the fuck you are either. Unless Boom. We, and they only know because you were married to your husband.
2: That's the best way to end it. And I fully agree with you and thank you for your service.
1: You're welcome. Well, you guys, that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new
2: episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode.
1: Tell all of your royally obsessed friends and follow me at Lex Nico And follow me at BravoHistorian. And until next time, may God save the bench.
0: batches